Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> this is Frenemies. <laughs> Welcome back to Violating Community Guidelines. I am Brittany. And I'm Sarah. And today, we are bringing you An- a super special episode of Anonymous Social Apps. Yes. So, uh, let's jump into it. Okay. So, we're going to be talking about um, the anonymous social apps that everyone has uh, knows and loves, yeah. you know? You've all heard of them, but you might be wondering, like, what is that? Or, like, how does it work? Mm-hmm. And why do they come and go? Why do they get banned? Well, we're going to tell you. We're going to talk about it. Uh-huh. Why are people's lives ruined yeah. because of these apps? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like we all know, Yik Yak, I've never heard of Secret. Have you ever heard of Secret? No. Okay. Secret, Ask FM. Remember Ask FM very yeah. well. Fan favorite. Um, Whisper, Seraha, Confide, Spring Me, Tumblr, Anon, and a couple others that are going to be added at the end. Yeah. But yes. So basically, anonymous social media is a subcategory of social media, wherein the main social function is to share and interact around content and information anonymously. Mm-hmm. So your personality and identity isn't tied to it on web-based platforms. Most or all of the content isn't connected with, like like I said, online identities or like a profile that you can personalize. It appeared very early on the web as mostly like anonymous confession websites, mm-hmm. even into like the late 90s, early 2000s, I would say, where like you have a screen name, mm-hmm. but you're still relatively anonymous. And this genre of social media has evolved into various types and formats of anonymous self-expression. Mm-hmm. And so, like, usually a lot of social media is, like, anonymous. Like, if you have, like, a, you know, a default, like, profile and then, like, you know, you're, like, sucking dicks, 771. User 10106420. They're tweeting, like, I love Harry Styles. It's it- me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Britney's burner. But it's, like, different from that in that there is literally no username and no profile picture. It's just something that you submitted to a forum. Yeah, it's just posts. Mm-hmm. So... We were talking about like anonymous social medias. It's exploring this idea of the masked troll because something that is common throughout the Internet and always has been there on the Internet is trolling. Yeah. is people who just come online to do damage. Yes. Psychological damage. They're taking out their feelings on other people's. So depending on who you are and how you use the Internet, 
this mask troll may be the source of political disinformation, um, the leader of like an online mob, a hacker, a scammer. He has a mascot, right? When you think of like a troll online Mm -hmm. who's posting anonymously, he's in a hoodie at his keyboard. You notice how we're using he, him pronouns for this mask troll. Um, But I mean, um, gender does not equal pronouns. So this could be a very true non-binary troll. But, um, you know, in this sort of popular imagination, he's operating under a name concealed Mm -hmm. or a chosen name. And it's almost always up to no good. I would love, though, if, like, we reverted back to the original meaning of troll. Like, you know, like, to redeem yourself, you, like, get, like, a riddle. So, like, yeah. if someone's harassing you online, you're, like, stop. And they're, like, all right, I'll stop if you solve this riddle. Answer me this riddle three. <laughs> <laughs> Rebel still skin. And they're, like, all right, I got to back off. Or you have to just, like, be naked and wear a loincloth and do your hair up straight. <laughs> so the history of anonymous social media apps is one of the earliest social um, anonymous social media forums was Two Channel which was first introduced online uh, May 30th, 1999, as a Japanese text board forum. I think I was five. Yeah, I was five years old. Um, And I was using it. Uh, So across (laughs) different... So there are different degrees of anonymity online. So Mm -hmm. across different forms of anonymous social sites, there's varying degrees of anonymity. And some applications require users to sign up for an account, even though their profile is not linked to their posts. While these applications remain anonymous, some of these sites can sync up with the user's contact list or a location to develop a context within the social community and help personalize this user experience, such as Yik Yak or Secret. I know with Yik Yak, you can only post within a five mile radius Mm -hmm. so I can't like jump into New York City and be like oh my god Greg at NYU is a man whore Mm -hmm. I can't do that I've tried (laughs) yeah and it has not succeeded Mm -hmm. Um, other Other sites such as 4chan and 2channel allow for a pure form of anonymity as users are not required to create an account. So what we mean, I just want to touch on this, degrees of anonymity. So like there are totally anonymous websites like Yik Yak. Mm-hmm. Where, or, and then there's also like Instagram uh, poll questions or mm-hmm. like uh, Q&As. I can ask my followers a question and I'm the only person who can see their username and like who posted it. So that's like a middle ground degree of anonymity is that they are anonymous to the people who see my story, but I know mm-hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I kind of want it for those who are not familiar with Yik Yak. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to go into what Yik Yak is because this is when for me, <clears throat> when I think of like an anonymous app, Yik Yak comes to mind because that's what I grew up with. Yeah. It was popular when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I guess when we were in high school. Um, yes, we are the same age. We are 21. <laughs> <laughs> so Yik Yak is a mobile group messaging application that allows users to anonymous, anonymous, okay, here we go, anonymously <laughs> post on bulletin boards pre-assigned by, like Sarah said, their geographic location. So that's why it was popular on like college campuses, high mm-hmm. school campuses, is because that was local to just that. Yes. So it began in 2013. Shut down in 2017 due to, you guessed it, cyberbullying. Would you believe? Would you believe that that happens <laughs> People online? People are cruel online? On Joe Byron's <laughs> online culture. Joe Byron. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then famously, Yik Yak started up again in 2021. Mm-hmm. Yik Yak uses a GPS to determine the user's location and allows them to view anonymously submitted posts. They cannot be used near schools in this latest 2021 update. Much like my uncle, they can't be within a two-mile radius of a school. Hell, me either. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us. 
Um, Yik Yak allows users to upvote and downvote posts, mm-hmm. which are auto-hidden after receiving a net negative score of five. So <laughs> if you get enough booze, your post is taken down. I did a YouTube video on like the return of Yik Yak, mm-hmm. and I was like checking out like all of Los Angeles, and I just kept commenting poob, and then people kept downvoting it. It was like, and I got so many <laughs> notifications, your poob has been removed. I'm like, no. There was also one, it's like two miles from here, there's free hot dogs on the corner. And so I went to the intersection and I got a free hot dog. Hell yeah. I know. When Yik Yak is used for good. <laughs> and when then you... I talk shit about the vendor. <laughs> when you get a free weenie from being online. Um. So during 2016, with the downfall of Yik Yak, mm-hmm. the use of Yik Yak declined severely by about 76%. This limited its former projected growth potential. And finally, in about 2016, 2017, it was shut down for good. But... It's very interesting because the spirit of Yik Yak is still around. It just, like you said, exists in different formats, like an Instagram poll or like a a burner account on TikTok with an anime profile picture Uh and just like user 101010101. That is a different type of anonymity that Mm -hmm. we're seeing. Yes. I have a burner account on TikTok. I use it to create uh, Jimin. To create problems. Uh, to create problems. To stand Jimin and then also yell at people who yell at me. Yes. It's really nice because it's unethical for someone with a large following to like get into an argument with someone, especially if they're like, if you want to say violent things. Right. So if I want to say violent things, I switch to my Jimin stand account. Mm-hmm. And I just yell at children. And it's very freeing. <laughs> it is so freeing. Oh, my God. Yes. I've thought about it before, but I'm like, I'm going to get on there drunk and be on the Britney Broski account like, leave her alone, talking about myself. Yeah. Leave her alone. You're speaking in third person. <laughs> She's my best friend. Stop. <laughs> it's like, enough. Um, so I, can you go into the controversy? Of Yik Yak? Well, I think. No, at the very top. The controversy, of, yes. Of just anonymous apps in general. Yes. So let's talk about the controversy of anonymous social media apps. During the rise of popularity of anonymity apps, there is a growing concern about the ethics and morals of anonymous social networking as cases of cyberbullying and personal defamation occur. Mm-hmm. Apps like Yik Yak and Spring.me have been associated with teen suicide from cyberbullying, while mm-hmm. the app Secret was shut down due to cyberbullying. The app Yik Yak was also helped also helped con- to contribute to more cyberbullying situations and in turn was blocked on some school networks. I feel like that's why it saw its decline. Like 76% of users like hopped off. It was you, blocked. Yeah, you can't use it at colleges and that's the everyone who uses it. That's like when Tumblr got rid of porn. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why did everyone leave? Yeah. Wonder why. <laughs> oh, the main purpose of the application <laughs> yes. has been disabled. <laughs> the app um, has been removed from both Apple and Google app stores due to threats of violence and bullying. Some of these apps have also been criticized for causing chaos in American schools, such as lockdowns and evacuations. Yeah, let's blame the apps for that. I wonder if Yik Yak was around during like Mean Girls. Like that? No, it wasn't obviously. But mm. what if it was? Regina George wouldn't have ha- wouldn't have got had to go around the school with like the you know like the Katie Heron like pictures. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. The burn book. The, the burn book would have been just a Yik Yak pose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's a rotted, gutted whore. Seven hundred upvotes. <laughs> These companies attempt at mitigating by hiring a team of individuals to inspect, remove, or any harmful or abusive posts. So all, all of them. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, furthermore, algorithms are also used to detect and remove any abusive posts that individuals may have missed. Do you remember any uh, Yik Yak posts from your high school or college? Um, I was in college when I saw Yik Yak. I know um, I tried to compliment myself a couple times on Yik Yak and I upvoted it and then someone <laughs> downvoted it. <laughs> 
and I was like, back to square one. <laughs> People are totally neutral on me. <laughs> the universe at balance. Yes. I remember there was um, at A and M there was a super famous kind of a- athlete there. Yeah, and this girl went in on him was really like, if you ever like i know that i am not the first one he's done this to like he'll um love bomb you and then he gets you to like edit his papers oh like she was warning other women about like he uses women as tutors because <laughs> he was an athlete and couldn't do his schoolwork that doesn't sound real athletes don't cheat on their homework oh right oh. Okay. They're the American heroes. I remember <laughs> seeing that and I was like, this is T. Yeah. <laughs> she said his full name. I, we can't say it probably because defamation, but tell me later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So historically, these controversies and the rise of cyberbullying have been blamed on the anonymous aspects of many social media platforms, but about half the U.S. adult online harassment cases do not involve anonymity. Yeah, it's your mom telling to fucking, I was going to say, kill yourself on Facebook. Yeah. Well, it's it's literally like, What's that Tyler the Creator tweet? If how is cyberbullying real? Just close your eyes. <laughs> it's true. Um, Adult and, online harassment cases. But I mean, like you and I have been harassed. Oh, we have been harassed. Online. Harassed by people. All right. The it's, wording of that just made me be like, that's not real, but it is. <laughs> when it's your job, it's very hard to just simply close your eyes. Yeah. And researchers have found that if targeted harassment exists online, it would also be found online because online harassment is a reflection of existing prejudice, prejudices. Well, duh. Yeah. I mean, if someone hates me, they're going to write me a letter right. if they can't do it on Yik Yak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find a different medium. <laughs> God, they hate me so much, but their penmanship is so great. <laughs> I love how they wrote my address. It's cursive. <laughs> cursive is dying. God. Oh, my God. The stamp is BTS. <laughs> they know me so well. Mm-hmm. It's a death threat. So there are some positive uses. Oh, yeah. All that being said, there are some positive uses for the idea of, like, an anonymous social media. Um, it's usually, like, you know, a, what am I trying to say? It's like an authentic human connection, mm-hmm. and there is a beauty in a semi-anonymous communication. Like, for example, there's an app called Memo that allows for employees of specific workplaces to anonymously tell employers and other employees how they feel in their respective workplaces. Now, whether or not HR does something with that information is a different story. Yeah. Like, a place to bitch <laughs> safely is different than, like, okay, we're going to take action about this. Yes. But this sort of safe, anonymous place allows for more transparency in the workplace among employers and employees. Yeah, it seems like the anonymous aspect is mainly for, like, all the positive uses is where it's, like, not safe to use your real name. Right. Because well, um, you will be targeted. Yeah. Even, like, Glassdoor. I know it's, like, it's not anonymous, but it's, like, I was in this position. This is how much I made. Yeah, yeah. And it's just because, like, you're not really supposed to, like, share that information. I, oh my God, Glassdoor is a great example, actually, because I've used that for every single job that I've ever applied to and had. Yeah. And I always trust the reviews that are like, chose to remain anonymous. Yeah. They're like, fuck this company. (laughs) Fuck her and her and her and name them by name. And I'm like, period. I I feel like my writing would be too specific that they know (laughs) it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then with room for free expression and communication among semi-known identities, there is a discussion that this type of technology um, has a market for political activism in other parts of the world. So, yeah, Which like is, like so crazy, crazy good. Yeah. If you're like if you don't feel safe in the country that you live in, this is a way that you can like tell people what's going on without like them finding you and targeting you. Yeah. And we do have an example that I'm going to cry when we talk about. 
Okay. So there is a positive use of anonymous social media apps. There's something called Queering the Map, and it's basically this app where you can, like, um, log queer experiences across the world. And I saw this one TikTok of... Um, give me a second. There is a man... Like, they... They've zoomed in on Pakistan, and in Pakistan, it's illegal to be gay. And so um, they clicked on everyone's, like, anonymous queer tips, and there's one that says, in the middle of Pakistan, two queers under a starry sky here. Oh, it makes me sad. And then he said, I love you here for the first time. And so they just go, like... um, and it's all it's I, I I really I looked up all the places where it's like illegal to be gay and I felt so bad. There was one in Nigeria that says the Nigerian government has enacted a 14 year. There's four queering the map entries on this website. There are thousands in America, but there's only four in Nigeria. And one says the Nigerian government has enacted a 14 year sentence for gay marriage. It is still in effect right now in January 2019, but someday it won't be. And I'll be able to hold your hand outside without fear. I'll kiss you like I've always wanted to. We'll be out and proud and madly in love. I I promise you, my darling. And so that made me so sad. Because you can't, like, in these areas, you can't, like, be openly gay. But you're so in love. And you're, like, not ashamed of who you are. Not ashamed, but you also know that if you get caught, you're going to yeah. probably go to jail for 14 years. And so that's a really... I know there's, like, very little good things that come from anonymous social media apps. Yeah. But that is one in, nice thing that I noticed. And it's so validating to be able to type it and post it yeah and have it and not have that fear of the danger yeah repercussions of it so i think that yeah i saw this tiktok as well and it was it it, is very sweet and it makes you think how in america we take a lot of things for granted yeah the simple things of like we went on a date today and we just walked in the park together yeah it was like to be alone and to enjoy each other's company free of judgment just in the park like things like that we so take advantage of it yeah or, I mean, or take uh what am i trying to say we, we take it for granted yeah take it for granted i mean i know america is definitely not perfect and no. there's still like homophobic people in the world but it truly is worse for a lot of like a lot more people yeah and even like i was like scrolling through the deep south on queering the map and there's like so what many people who are like i'm i'm trans i realized i was trans here and there's like one entry in like the middle of kentucky and it's like they look there's there's they're so alone but then they just wanted to like document like hey i'm here Aww. and so like you know that if you see that in that area that you know that you're not alone yes so there are good great uses to anonymous social media apps for sure and it's also it, it saves them to a certain extent you know yeah. having it's this whole it's leads to a larger discussion of how the internet can be used for good because yeah. we focus a lot on how negative it is because yeah. it is filled with hate it's filled with so much hate and negativity because people are miserable and they want to make other people miserable mm-hmm. but it's these little sweet spots like this that are like damn yeah you know it makes it all kind of worth it and it's so validating and it's a comfort for a lot of people. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, and also we're like guilty of like focusing on the negative things. Like, because it's funny. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace is a like source that you can actually buy things on. Like, I, we posted on our YouTube channel, like the Facebook Marketplace thing, and there's so many great stories of like people in small towns, like, it's a community here. Yeah. And like, we all like help each other out. And meanwhile, we're like, I'm <laughs> buying Lightly Shat pants yep. from a man named Greg. And they stand up by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're starched or just so shit covered. <laughs> When he took them off, they were standing up. solid. <laughs> yes. But there are a lot of great parts of the internet. I think that also we just, it's just so much funnier and like more like shocking the negative yeah. stuff. Well, yes. and ever, we love to talk about the macabre and the nasty and all that. So, mm-hmm. but it is important to highlight these 
very rare moments where the internet does good. Mm -hmm. Give people hope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So we're going to take a really quick break and we will be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And we're back. Thank you so much for waiting. So we want to jump into Ask FM. Mm -hmm. If any of y'all remember Ask FM, uh, let's kind of give the background of it. It is a Latvian social media. God, I love them. Uh, uh, <laughs> Latvia. All 17 of you guys. <laughs> really representing really strong community out there. Um, so it was a Latvian social media that was created where users can create profiles and send each other questions anonymously. Mm -hmm. It was launched in 2010 as a rival to Spring.me. By 2013, which I would argue was the peak of Tumblr, Ask.fm reached 65 million registered users and continued its growth by approximately 300,000 new users per day. Damn. Um, so it really was, I remember it being used for like, how many people have you been with? You know, like, which, are you gay? Like yeah. stuff like that. Just like, it was kind of sexual. Um, trigger warning, it kind of was like, talk about your self-harm yeah. it was a way for people to not feel so alone yeah and eventually kind of a sad ending of ask fm or something that's sad that it's known for on um august in august 2013 it was reported in the news that hannah smith a 14 year old girl from leicestershire england had killed herself and that her father blamed her death on cyberbullying from yeah ask fm the father called for um, tighter controls against social media sites like this, saying that he had seen the abuse his daughter had received and it was wrong that it was anonymous because you can truly say anything yeah. when it's anonymous. And that is so frightening mm -hmm. because the humans are so cruel. Yeah. And teenagers are, I mean, a lot of people, but especially young people are so uh, sense, not sensitive, like in a bad way, but like impressionable. Like even as like two people who are like public figures online and yeah. we're like, 
elderly. Like, and we're not elderly, well, but my like, back it, does it hurt. can, it can, yes, it can really like get to you. So I can only imagine like it just how it, it affects like young people when you're still like 100%. developing mentally. And you don't have, it's it's the faceless person telling yeah. you that you're not good enough, that you know, no one wants you here. Da 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 da. Yeah. Insult. Insert insult here. And so as a 15, 16 year old, I mean, in high school, like school isn't pressure enough. Yeah. Now you have this faceless troll on Tumblr.gov mm-hmm. telling you that you're ugly and you're fat. Tumblr.gov. Tumblr.gov. <laughs> controlled by the U.S. government. <laughs> Tumblr.gov.uk. <laughs> so anyway, f- following um, her, her suicide, the prime minister uh, David Cameron at the time called for a boycott of these websites that do not take responsibility for dealing with cyberbullying on their sites. Mm-hmm. Advertisers severed links with a few of the sites following this call. And the company, Ask FM, responded by stating it was happy to help the police. Mm-hmm. They also conducted an internal audit and made changes to its safety policies accordingly. The enhanced reporting and blocking functionalities... Um, and they also hired more moderation staff to review reports within 24 hours upon receiving them. Yes. So, you know, all of that to say, I guess positive change came out of it. But this stuff still goes on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this phenomenon still occurs to this day. And it should be noted that um, Hannah's family wanted to spread awareness for this. Yes. So this is not like something that we're just talking about, like flippantly. Um, right. Her dad and another Joshua Unsworth, who had a similar um, experience. Uh, their families want people to like know about this stuff, so mm-hmm. we're not just like yeah, these we're people. Not yeah, trying to profit off of it. It's mm-hmm. literally it's a conversation that needs to happen. How effective do you think like a um, like a boycott really is, though? I think it could be very effective, especially when it's in like national and international news. Yeah, where it's like, what are the teens doing online? Mm-hmm. I think it's it's pretty effective. There will always be another application yeah. that will serve the same purpose but it's important to see like oh ask fm mm-hmm. one of the most popular sites used by teenagers in this time period is being banned or boycotted that's wild yeah it's crazy okay i just like think that like it's always the worst people who like don't really care mm-hmm. you know like the people that you actually should care about like abusing these sort of platforms is like they genuinely do not care yeah because if someone is like actively participating in a boycott they probably are not the person sending like horrible hate to someone if yeah. they're conscientious enough that they're like i should you know get off this platform they're probably not the people like god uh, you know sarah's so ugly i wish right. she would just like cut her face off you know <laughs> Don't we all? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another interesting phenomenon that happens on these apps sometimes that's self-bullying. Yeah. For attention. Yes. Which is very, I mean, like so many layers of psychology yeah. to like go through. Yeah. But this idea of you want to feel, what's the thing too where like when you get sick and people care about you extra, it makes you feel good. And so. I was going to say Munchausen's. Yeah. It's yeah. literally like Munchausen's by proxy or whatever that same responses where you feel good when people pity you yeah and so like you being bullied online by yourself and then answering it publicly and saying you can't get under my skin mm-hmm. it's like that is so oh my god oh my god the internet is so crazy it's also like it's very like valid in that like if you're hurting and you it's, it's i know i asked this question on my um, instagram stories have you ever in like had something submitted or you submitted something on an anonymous social media site and there have been a couple people that like we're like, I bullied myself. Yeah. No, we're not saying that everyone who gets bullied is bullying themselves. 
But like it's it crazy. Does happen, though. Yeah, it's but I, it's also like a form of like I am suffering, and I don't want to just outright say I am suffering because it's so it's almost like an indirect way to like ask for help. Yeah, it's a form of self harm, and yeah. that, that's all. That is truly it, it is publicly look. Yeah. At yeah, like someone help me out. I think Munchausen's is different because, like, Munchausen's is Munchausen's. My proxy is when you make your kid sick, so people pity the kid and then therefore pity you Who is and that give you attention. Famous one, Gypsy Rose. Blanchard. Gypsy Rose, yeah, and Dee Dee Blanchard. That was horrible. So there is something crazy that I didn't know about Ask FM. ISIS was actually recruiting on Ask FM for a little bit. Like, are we serious? That is so insane to me. That is ludicrous. How informal is that process? Hey guys, auditions uh, in the <laughs> high school gym. It's just ISIS. I assume that you would have, I mean, maybe, like there's no other forum to like ask someone to join that type of group that, you know, because then if you ask someone, they're like, are you in ISIS? So you can't. What are you going to say? No, wink. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. So that blew my mind. There's also a thing on cryptocurrency. In 2018, Ask FM launched the idea of Ask FM 2.0. And it's a blockchain-based social network that is its own internal cryptocurrency uh, named Ask Token, where Boring. users will be rewarded for their content. Do you know what cryptocurrency is? No, I don't have a single clue. Dude, it's I've... that monkey on Twitter. <laughs> no, that's that's NFTs. Oh, <laughs> it's UTIs. <laughs> <laughs> that literally, cryptocurrency is like you have it, but you don't. Yeah. It's like you have millions of dollars, <laughs> but it's an Ethereum, which is a made up fucking form of money. So you have it, but you don't. Isn't Ethereum like an Elvish thing? <laughs> Lord of the Rings? Elvira. <laughs> Elvira. <laughs> Mistress of the night. <laughs> She's in charge of cryptocurrency. I added that to our list of podcast topics. Elvira? <laughs> just about Elvira and Cher because they never age. Yes. What What is that? I think that's just like not centering men in your lives. But I don't know Period. what cryptocurrency is. I know that if you mine it, it's bad for the environment. And I don't know how. I don't even like they get servers. <laughs> that's not real. It's just a Minecraft server. <laughs> bad just... for the environment. And now we're going to bring out. Our... <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> now we're going to bring out our special guest, Grimes. Mm -hmm. Grimes. Grimes loves crypto. Does she? Yeah. No, she doesn't because she broke up with Elon. No, but she like loves NFTs and crypto. She I like, know knows so she, much about it. I know that she likes communism. Yeah. In theory. Slay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or something. I, yeah. And then NFTs are different because they're, they're the monkeys. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't know what it is. <laughs> anyway. It's on our podcast list. We're going to stumble our way through that. Yeah. It's uh, going to be comparable to when we tried to understand the solar system. Yeah lack of understanding of the solar system you're going to leave the podcast worse off you're gonna leave the podcast pitying us yes. <laughs> how have we made it thus far in life you're gonna have to read a book afterwards to recharge <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right wait so back to the cryptocurrency thing yeah. for ask token as part of the promotion a team of four was sent to climb mount everest what the fuck? and bury hardware containing fifty thousand dollars worth of currency at the summit I'll really not a lot relatively it's not would you risk your life for fifty thousand? no <laughs> no dude for a year's worth of working at a bank no i, I would not climb mount everest for that at all fifty thousand i would not climb mount everest for fifty thousand dollars <laughs> hell i, I wouldn't would... i wouldn't get out of my bed on a weekend no i wouldn't for... do a lot of things for fifty thousand no. dollars that's what would you not do for fifty thousand dollars What's one of my most like visceral fears? <laughs> touch a dead body. Yes. I I touch a dead person for free. <laughs> like if it's in, if it's if it's in a control.
world setting. Like if <laughs> why? <laughs> well, I mean, like morbid curiosity. Oh, that's a controlled setting on yeah. the side of the highway. <laughs> no, like a funeral home. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I death. I cannot. I can't deal with death. Have you ever been to a funeral? Yeah, I've been to one. Wh- who was it? It was my uh, step great grandma. Okay. So it was so far removed. I was like, oh, she died. Did you touch her? No. I'm up there poking her. <laughs> you have to put a video up here. We're going to send it to you. That video of the uh, uh, mannequin face that he's got his fingers up in there. And he's <laughs> yes. sitting there like that of a fucking funeral. One time in like uh, the 2000s, I was on this like Disneyland like cruise. Like this Disney cruise. I'm in immediately. And so um, my aunt who did pass we were on this excursion together with her and my entire family and she was looking at my makeup and she's like i love your makeup will you do my makeup for my funeral <laughs> and i was like sure and then she died and i i did her makeup for no her. you did not and in a yes i did the only time i've ever been to alabama was for one of my relatives funerals and you did her makeup yeah you manny emuate a corp <laughs> sarah wait that's gonna freak me out no i know it was really cold what else would you not do for $50,000? I wouldn't eat a... Would you eat a bug? Oh, I would... I, I, yeah, I ate a bug on uh, Noelle Miller's game show. I swallowed it. Everyone else chewed it. I just took it like a pill. And I swallowed... It got caught in my throat. And I was like, you wouldn't eat a bug for $50,000? I, I can't... Like, it actually is going to make my spine tingle. Like, I can't do deal with bugs. I can't deal with death. You can't... That's... For 50000 Wow. I also have that fear, I don't know what it's called, of like <laughs> really big things. Yeah. Um, uh, gynecomast. No, that's man boobs. Um, sorry. It's like megalophobia or something megalophobia, like Megalophobia, like when something, wait, you're scared of big things? Yeah, but like. Like whales? On. It sounds stupid. Yeah, megalophobia. I'm so smart. Like a Labor Day sale at Penny's. <laughs> that's pretty big. <laughs> the Empire State Building. No, it's literally like when you actually see how large a submarine is yeah well that's different that's sub mechanophobia when you're afraid of man-made things underwater i of course <laughs> but like but is that is the submarine actually scary or is it the fact that it's an enclosed space and it's underwater it's the fact that like even if you were to take the submarine above ground yeah uh, it's the fact that it reminds me how actually scarily small i am yeah because the human ego and all that like you think that you're so important and you think that you know when you're around things that are our size like a red bull can like i know the size of things (laughs) when i get around something like that that is so incredibly like massively large it throws me for a loop and i freak out yeah i'm trying to think about something that i saw that was so big i couldn't handle it i'm gonna show you anchor chains dude the last dick i ever saw no ooh, no really actually the last dick i ever saw i I saw huge and i was like i'm actually gay what, because you were grossed out? No, it was just too big. I saw it and I was like, I don't, I'm not, I don't know. Yeah, it's like not pleasurable at that point. Okay, you're telling me that that doesn't freak you out a little bit? We'll put it up on the screen. Look what? at how large those are next to a human. When you think of anchor chains. Yeah. On a boat. Okay, an oil rig is pretty scary. Yeah, literally. <laughs> All right. I can talk about this for a long time, but when I have to describe it, it sounds so stupid. Oil rigs are fucking terrifying. A fear of oil rigs. It doesn't doesn't sound stupid. It's just like it's something that you don't really think about. I didn't know I had it until fucking TikTok. (laughs) You know, like taxes. (laughs) I didn't know I had it until I I arrested me in prison. (laughs) That's crazy. 
So let's talk about a little bit about... Wait, we already talked about Yik Yak and cyberbullying. Yeah. Let's do Whisper. I've never heard of Whisper. Okay, Whisper's fun. A form of anonymous social media allowing users to post and share photo. Oh, and video messages anonymously? Oh, it's revenge just, porn. Yeah, just masturbation. Immediately. Yeah. People upload their secrets anonymously. Is it people uploading their own secrets? Um, the posting called Whispers consists of text superimposed over an image, and the background <laughs> imagery is either automatically retrieved from Whispers' own search engine or uploaded by the user. This is literally just my entire explore page on Instagram. <laughs> it'll a be whisper? a picture of like the green M&M, and it'll be like, I would suck her. Yes. <laughs> and that's the whisper. That's the fucking... That's what that is? Yes. How is that? A, why does? Why would you need to post that anonymously? Because some people don't have the balls we do. <laughs> I would post that on main. I'd post it too. <laughs> I'll post anything on my main account on Instagram. I think I tweeted the other day, um, the groundhog saw its bussy. So yeah. now three more weeks of winter or something like that. That's good. Yeah. It's gussy. It gus- it's gussy. Groundhog. Yeah. Gu- pussy. Gufussy. Um, so the app launched in March of 2012. Uh, Whisper has a total of 17 billion monthly page billion? views. Billion? Oh my god! 17 billion. That, that, how many people are in the world? Like five? <laughs> Sorry, like nine billion? Nine billion. So that means like people are regularly visiting this, like twice. Oh my god! Social channels and publisher network with 250 million monthly users across 187 countries. Oh my god! Uh, in May of 2015, a 15-year-old girl from Baltimore, Massachusetts, was charged with making a threat on Whisper towards a school, referencing the Columbine shootings. Scary. Why would you do that? In July of 2018, a 31-year-old man from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, allegedly met a... Oh, that's gross. Um, these are anonymous profiles about you descriptions, and there are anonymous profiles about you descriptions and direct messaging within Whisper. Hmm. What does this remind me of? Omegle. Omegle without the live video yeah so this is just i can uh, immediately when i read you can post you can share a photo or a video anonymously i just immediately thought of revenge porn yeah yeah i'm sure that happens a lot so that's all. what do you think the community guidelines on an app like whisper like (laughs) no hole yeah no nipples or it's just like hey man do what you gotta do yeah hey you're anonymous here you're protected but you're so not when you're here you're here. When you're here, you're whispering. There are no, <laughs> there are no guidelines. <laughs> There's nothing to violate. You're too nice. You get banned. <laughs> <laughs> Say a slur, you're out. <laughs> yes. Um, so criticism for this, the Guardian allegation in uh, October of 2014, the Guardian uh, newspaper alleged that Whisper retains every user's post indefinitely in a central <gasps> database, including deleted posts Scary. together yeah, with each post timestamp and approximate geolocation, <laughs> even if the user has opted out of the geolocation. Uh, it'll tell you that you posted that from your mom's house. <laughs> yes. You being like, fuck my mom in your mom's house. What is this? <laughs> Jason. Um, <laughs> Whisper allegedly stores or processes user information outside the United States desti- despite having told its users that we process and store all information in the United States. Whisper has said that while it does not use an outsourcing firm for content moderation based in the Philippines, no data is stored in the U.S. Or is stored outside the U.S. Does I, that matter? I am going to toss to an ad and then I have a question when we come back. All right. We'll see you guys in a second. And we're back. I have a question. Yes. 
Am I stupid because I don't understand that when they say this, you know, like, oh, data is outsourced to a different country. Uh-huh. What is that? Why does it matter? Like, what does that mean? Why I, not keep... Is it like a, a loophole in the American laws that, like, we don't store your data? The uh, Philippines does. Oh, you've asked me so much. Um, <laughs> I think, like, when they store your data, it's like a physical, like, thing. Like, hard drive sort of thing. Hack the mainframe. I, dude, I can't answer what you just <laughs> I assume that there are locations that you store data. Our YouTube comments are going to be like, how can you not know how to store data? I don't know what any of it means. Also, why does it matter if my nudes are in the U.S. versus the fil- Well, actually, probably different laws. They could use my nudes for something. That's what. That's my question. Is like, Imagine I- using my nudes to sell KY jelly in like Europe. <laughs> to sell a Cadbury cream egg yes. in London. Isn't that illegal? No, uh, uh, Kinder Eggs. Okay. Uh, Why is is Kinder Eggs illegal? Because they got recalled because they had the little plastic toys in them. Oh. And it's like lead or something. I don't know. I turned out fine. I'm going to take pictures of them and post them on Ask FM. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, they got recalled. There's toys and so if you eat them, you like choke and stuff. That and there was something with the chemicals in it. I don't know. They're banned in America. Or they're banned everywhere else, but they're available in America. I thought they were banned in Europe. I could be... Like, looking at you and lying. Yeah. And you would never know. And I'd believe you. <laughs> Even if you told me you were lying. I'm believing myself. <laughs> um, so there's also secret. Never heard of secret. But I assume... Yeah, me either. Yeah. And then there's spring.me. I don't know where... Oh, wait. Uh, background. Do you want to talk about that? Spring.me. Spring.me, yeah. So spring.me was a social networking service um, until a rebranding in 2013. It was known as FormSpring, which was a question and answer based social network. Users of the site could follow others privately. While logged in as registered user, people could also ask questions of their followers from the homepage. So Spring.me also asked one question per day mm-hmm. named Form Spring Question of the Day, which was flashed in the user's inbox. A famous controversy was that um, among teenagers, it opened doors for harassment and cyberbullying, obviously due to the anonymity of the entries. And it's linked to multiple harassment cases, cyberbullying cases, and unfortunately, some suicide cases. Mm-hmm. In 2013, it announced that it would be closing. And the reason for the closure was that it had been challenging to sustain the resources needed to keep the lights on. Yeah. I just like, I think that there is no need for this many anonymous apps. Yeah. They all fail and they never seem to like learn from each other. Yeah. Never seem to grow. No. But it, it, it's like... Um, and now, because of the varying degrees of anonymity, there are ways to accomplish what... If you want to send hate to someone online, yeah. you will find a way to do it. You, really you don't can. need a designated app for it. Mm-hmm. Just create user 101101 yeah. and send hate. We talk about like the varying degrees of anonymity. This is like purely anonymous. Mm-hmm. Like truly anonymous. And then there's like uh, burner accounts, which mm-hmm. are another degree of anonymity. It's which not your... is traceable to you. Yeah. On Instagram especially, because you can, like, block people's IP address, which yeah. I wish you could do that everywhere. Oh, oh my God. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh, my God. People probably don't know about this, but, like, if someone's sending you hate or commenting something repetitively on your posts, you block them. They'll DM you on Twitter and say, you blocked my main account. This is my side. Fuck you. And da, 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 da. Why would you tell me that you're the same person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blocked. No, yeah. Um, someone kept asking me really. There was like a, a really annoying question that they kept asking me on Twitter. It was really invasive, and I blocked them. And then they DM me on Instagram, and they're like, "Can you unblock me? I love you so much." <laughs> I was like, like, "No, 
You're up. asking me like invasive medical questions. Why would I want, like, why would I give you a second chance? Right. I have no idea who you are. Yeah. By the way, I did ask on my Instagram for people to submit um, things that they have been asked anonymously or they posted anonymously. So I'm going to read them for you right now and we're going to. We're gonna we're gonna discuss. All right. So let's find something. This person said someone asked if I had killed someone. As a joke, I said yes. Then the cops showed up. <gasps> that is crazy. Ooh, side tangent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I came from a military family, and I went to middle school in South Carolina, and then for high school, I went to Virginia. Mm-hmm. And um, I was growing like big on like Twitter at the time, and so this girl who knew me in middle school was like, "Oh my God, Sarah, you're alive! I thought you went to prison." And I was like, "Why? What happened?" And she's like, "When you left, people started a rumor that you stabbed a teacher, and you were literally forced to leave the school." What, dude? I was like, "I didn't stab a teacher. My mom got moved duty stations." <laughs> But, like, I was never there to correct it, and it was before, like, I mean, it was right at the beginning of MySpace, so I was like, I didn't stab anyone. She's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. what did you do while you were there to let people believe that? I didn't do anything. I walked the track during lunch because I was too afraid of everyone, so I guess, well, maybe I was quiet. They said she's walking around plotting murder. (laughs) That that blonde person is super shifty. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird. She won't look you in the eyes when she talks to you. She stabbed someone. (laughs) What Um, the fuck? Um, someone else said, someone wrote on my Ask FM in high school that I was too fat and too short to date. Oh, and that stays with you for the rest of your life, dude. (laughs) Yeah. She will be analyzing that in therapy for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, it's like one time I, okay, so I, I've only dated one bad guy my entire life, like truly bad guy. And I didn't realize how how those comments stick with you because like he was insulting me one day and I was like, you ever notice that your teeth are crooked? And I didn't think about, like, the repercussions of that. But, like, a year later, he, like, messaged me and said that, like, hurt his feelings, like, so much. I don't give a fuck. I was like, I don't care. You are genuinely insane. You can't call me a bitch and a cunt in the same (laughs) sentence and then get mad that I told you you need to get braces. He was literally this guy I hooked up with um, years before. I hooked up with one of his... Uh, friends. T. Yeah, and I can't really say. Okay, so like, and so when we were breaking up, he is like, I talked to my friend that you hooked up with, and hooking up with you was nothing like that because he described it as amazing. And I was like, <laughs> Why would you tell me that? I was like, So you tell me that I suck, and also like, are you like comparing notes? You're telling me that I suck, but also I'm so good. Yeah, it was it was really weird. He was the only bad guy I dated. Um, when you take that power away from men to when all they can do is like shit on your appearance. Yes. When you let that roll off your back, like water off a duck's back, they're powerless. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Like they have nothing else to insult you because they didn't take the time to get to know who you actually are. Yes. It's like how um, I'm gay and like I really don't care. Like I genuinely don't care about yeah. men's opinions. Yeah. Um. So it's just like whenever they say something, I'm like, I don't like interact with men. Like I genuinely like. So it's always like it throws me the, off. That DM you got the other day. Um. So, wait, which one? That was like... um. Fuck, something like you would be prettier, prettier if you da da da. When he hit you with that Bible verse and you clap back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy, like, um, oh my gosh, wait, let me find the screenshot. It's gonna take like a second. Um, so this guy, um, DM'd me. You look really good with makeup, but not so much without it. Good thing you like pussy. Good thing you're gay. <laughs> and then I said, Christopher, I have fucked a lot of men without makeup on. <laughs> I have fucked a lot of men without me having makeup on and without them having makeup on. <laughs> you need to get a job and put your dick under a blowtorch. <laughs> 
And then he replied with a laughing face. He says, I have a, I have a great job. Leviticus 18.22. You are an abomination and God will judge you accordingly. Period. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. You will stand before God at the great seat of judgment. Are you saved? I said, oh, you're one of those. He who is without sin shall cast the first stone. We're all sinners in the eyes of God. You're judging me. You're not God. Like I said, heathen, put your dick under a blowtorch and rot in hell. <laughs> Men are so crazy. Ooh, there was, I hate the comments. This Guys always say this. I would date you if you were straight. Why? That's not, that's like if a guy said, I would date you if you were single. It's right. like, you're not the only person who has the decision-making skills here. Right. And it's just like, you're out of, they're out of their mind. Yeah. So have you ever had something like that happen with a guy? No. Oh, okay. Well, I've had crazy shit happen with men, but I don't really get a lot of DMs from straight men. I don't get any, actually. I barely get any. So when they show up, it's like weird and unannounced. Yeah. I don't interact with straight men. I enjoyed that so much because it's one of those few times in life where the religious trauma really comes in handy. You met his energy. And he did. He didn't respond after that. No, I blocked it. Well, I also blocked it. But like the thing is, is like I have eight uh, people on like our podcast, like the like, YouTube comments are like, can you like back off with the uh, religious sort of commentary? It's like we have eighteen years yeah. of unresolved religious trauma. It doesn't leave you. Yeah, I can talk about it if I'd like. And also, it seems like it's like he's he's being gross, and then he's like, you're gonna burn in hell. It's like, dude, you're literally like hiding behind something. It's gross. You can't call me ugly and unfuckable and <laughs> yes. then throw a Bible verse at me. <laughs> yes. That is ludicrous. <laughs> that is insane. You are unfuckable, and it's in Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> and God said. <laughs> and God said Sarah Shower <laughs> is an abomination before the Lord. She will never receive penetration. <laughs> Number 11, Sarah Shower, unfuckable lesbian. <laughs> That was so specific. <laughs> um, okay. Wait, I'm going to read Let's, it. Yeah, sh- sh- throw some at me. Uh, someone said, I thirst posted about a teacher as a bunch of different people to make my crush seem more normal. So, like, they created multiple accounts to thirst after their teacher. So, if they thirsted after, after their teacher, it would be, like, normal. Have you ever mm. had a crush on a teacher? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know their name? Yeah, if I'm not going to say it, you're like, say it. <laughs> I had my history teacher, but that's because he was cool. You know, he said fuck in class once. Oh, <laughs> I I, every um, language teacher I've ever had, I've been in love with. Because there's something about a man that, because when you appreciate another language, when you can speak another language, usually they're a polyglot, so they speak more than two. Yeah. That's attractive. And then also they're incredibly cultured. And that's attractive to me. Mm-hmm. So I literally was like 40, 50 year old. I'm like, hi, sir. <laughs> Crazy. Yes. Like married with three young children. And I'm like, period. But that's also like that like delusional thing when you're a teenager. Like we were talking about like you show up to a One Direction concert. The with Lolita like, effect or yeah, some whatever. Like your pussy shave thinking that Harry Styles is going to point you out in the crowd and be like, fuck Come me. Come backstage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thank- hopefully your teachers aren't like falling for that sort of no. thing. Yeah, that's different that's horrible no but there's it's definitely i've never been like oh my god i've never been one of those girls that's like fantasizing about a life with your teacher but yeah. it's definitely like yeah he's a cute guy yeah and he's got cute qualities but it's never been that level in college it was bad because college professors are like young and cool yeah or instructors so i i had a few <laughs> young and cool mine were like yeah. old well, the professors are, but yeah. the young, like when you have your master's degree and then you can teach like business algebra 101, uh-huh. those guys are like, call me Dave. <laughs> like they're 28. <laughs> and they're like, fucking, I just love math. Hi, Dave. I'm blacked out at the quad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will not be showing him to the calculus today. <laughs> I'm not wearing underwear. You message him on like canvas, blackboard. He's like, can you just turn in your assignment? It's a discussion post. <laughs> I'm not wearing underwear under my skirt. And then someone's like, just to uh, ride, like bounce off of that. <laughs> to piggyback off. <laughs> I am also not wearing underwear. <laughs> You're trying to get like participation <laughs> points. <laughs> no, and to your point. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, is Rate My Professor Anonymous? Um, that is a good question. I don't remember. Isn't it that thing of where, like, you only really, like, call in if it's inherently negative or very positive? <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. I had, like, one calculus teacher that she was, like, amazing. She <laughs> cheat on everything. Period. So I literally wrote, like, a two-page essay about how she's, like, the best teacher ever, but that's the only Rate My Professor I've ever written. Um... It is anonymous. Yeah. I just looked it up. It, every post is anonymous. But for part of, like, to finish the course at my college, you had to do it. Yeah. Like, if they went in and checked that you didn't do your rating of the professor, like, you wouldn't pass the class. That's like forcing you to, like, do, like, a survey at checkout. Like, it at is. the grocery it, store. It literally is. It's they like, won't let you leave until you rate the professor. But I'm that's like, annoying. I'm like, I, I had to take this class. <laughs> Fuck this professor. Submit. They were cool, I guess. I would be honest, too. If they were a jackass, yeah. I'd be like, do not take this, professor. Do you have to send a screenshot of that, though? Um, You had to do a, a screenshot that you had finished it. Okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I mean, not wild. Yeah, that is. not be allowed. To rate that. Imagine if we forced all of you to rate this podcast five stars and then send a screenshot to us. Wouldn't that be so crazy if you rated it five stars <laughs> and said how much you love us and want to kiss me on the mouth in the comments and on the Apple podcast? Wouldn't it be weird if we developed a codependent relationship with each other? Wouldn't it be weird <laughs> if we went on tour and held hands? Wouldn't it be weird if we all developed a parasocial relationship? <laughs> Crazy. And then a lot of these are very dark. I kind of regret asking. <laughs> you opened a can of worms. Yes. Um, someone said that they posted an Ask FM where she commented that she knew that her ex had fucked a chicken. So what do you mean by that? I assume, um, really, the beak? Really hoping it was like a dead chicken. That makes it worse to me. That makes it better to me. There is no possible outcome of that situation that I'm comfortable with. Me neither. Um, um, do chickens have penises? Chickens, um, I don't know, dude. Chicken penis. <laughs> I leave every single recording of these <laughs> podcasts with just like, I'm on a list. Oh, someone said, uh, someone made a, like anonymous post about them that says, I have a crush on you and I don't know why. I <laughs> I relate to that so much. Dude, on some of my TikToks, people will be like, why am I weirdly attracted to them? And I'm like, Trixie gets so... I'm like, what do you mean weirdly attracted to me? Like it's something to be ashamed of. Like I, but when, before I like switched over my like dating apps um, to like gay, there was one that I read this guy's bio. It says, I'm weirdly attracted to big boobs. And I was like, weirdly attracted to big knockers? Nothing about that is strange, sir. What, what do you mean? That'd be like, it'd be weird if you were like, I'm weirdly attracted to lightly shat pants. Right. That, yeah, dude. Like, that's weird. Yeah. Maybe don't say that publicly. But boobs, man. Yeah. It's just, it's so backhanded. I have a crush on you and I don't know why. I have a crush on you and I feel bad about it. <laughs> what is the most backhanded compliment you get? Um, You're pretty for a plus size girl. Oh my god. You're pretty you're pretty for a fat girl. It's Things like that. It's always that qualifier. You're pretty for a It's like you could have just left it at you're pretty. Yeah. Or you're... don't say anything to me at all. Yeah, you're funny for a woman. Why do you have to say that? Yeah. Um 
Ooh, one time I admitted to the thought, the, the time I thought about my sister-in-law to finish. Why would you say that out loud? I can see your username, man. <laughs> it's a man. But the thing is, it's like, um, okay, uh, that's unethical, but it's also not blood related. I mean, it's still inappropriate. Yeah. And I, you should never just like say something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, uh, roosters don't have penises. They don't? No. How do they ejaculate? Hey, don't ask me follow-up questions. Uh, you can't just put that out there. <laughs> are they like fish where they kind of just spew it everywhere and you like sit down in the wrong place? They are fertile enough to reproduce. While ro- what roosters have are papillae, small bumps in their cloacas. <laughs> Ew. What the fuck is a cloaca? Ew, imagine like like rooster tumbler porn. <gasps> Let me see your cloaca. Oh. I'm... Which enable them to mate successfully with hens in a process called the cloacal kiss. <laughs> what, dude? Chicken, penis, cloaca. <laughs> Images. <laughs> ah! You literally looked it up. Yeah. Chloe. Oh, they just like rub holes. Oh, it's, <gasps> they've got like a clit. They're scissoring. They really are. It really is scissoring. <gasps> Chickens are lesbians. A multi-purpose orifice used for urinating, defecating, and mating. So it's it's a puss. Oh my god! If you god. shat out of your puss. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been trying. <laughs> Well, um, I think that that pretty much wraps up. You like, know today. what? We've answered the most important questions in science here today. You guys are now better for this. Yes. Yes. Um, so make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify. Like, rate on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Android. If you have an Android, I guess you're invited to come listen. Also, YouTube, if you didn't know, this yes. whole video is on YouTube. If you're mm-hmm. watching now, hey. And if you're not, hey, come on over. It's valid. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. And if you have an Android, it's I, I totally understand. Um, all I right. Don't. We will see you in the next one. Talk to you in the next one. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.